0: Hello, I'm Boz. And I'm Ben. And this week we'll be talking about pinning the pitcher. Crocodile done drugs. Fighting lightning. And riding day. Welcome to Backseat Coaches. Black. he strokes it in there it is there's the win hello uh, hello we are back after so long
1: like months it's
0: been ages since <laughs> we've got a full episode but there's been reasons you went on your honeymoon didn't you so that, that was did a big yeah i had holly bob yeah you and
1: then it. we just didn't record yeah,
0: it was, <laughs> I was just tired. <laughs> tired a lot. Uh, yeah, uh, we went to Bill Bailey last week. That was the reason why we didn't do last week. Yeah, we did. Uh, which was very, very fun. I enjoyed that. You enjoyed it as well. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, it was good fun. Always good fun, Bill Bailey. I find it, there's one guy that you can count on to be a good time. is Bill Bailey.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, had everything I expected. Yeah. A uh, couple of jokes. Yeah. And then some funny songs. Lots of music, yeah.
0: <laughs> but that's nice, isn't it? Nice to have a yeah. bit of music. He had like an orchestra, not an orchestra, uh, opera singer. Yeah. She was really good. Yeah, was somebody very impressed by her. uh
1: duets with. Yeah. Um, Which is quite a good little like twist to his normal sets. Yeah,
0: because his, like, his singing is, is average, isn't it? He? He's yeah. not a great singer. He's a great musician, but he's not a great singer. But she was an incredible singer. Yeah. And he <laughs> made a lot of jokes about that. Like, it's funny to subvert a really good singer with stupid lyrics yes that, yeah. that, that's really funny <laughs> <laughs> that i thought was a really good a good addition uh have you been keeping up with all the sports what has been going on all of the sports name many. a sport uh, and i've kept up with it croquet have you kept up with the croquet <laughs> headlines oh, it's all been rained <laughs> off <some> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not a big croquet season is it that's right <laughs> but it's all about the off season all the transfers and <laughs> Uh what else has been going on? So there's the cricket going on at the moment in India, England versus India. Yep. England it, won the first test, surprisingly, after like I can't remember how many they gave away in the first innings that they had they yeah, gave...
1: 190 down. After, after the first innings. Was yeah. it really? Was
0: it that big a lead? Yeah. It was ridiculous how well they played to win from that situation. Yep. Um and then second test was a close game. It. Yeah, it was a close yeah. game. England just about lost that one. Third test got absolutely battered, <laughs> like, as <laughs> everyone was expecting. But what is so amazing is how quickly
1: people turn on England. But I, th- I think it's because of the nature of their defeat, because yeah. it was in their hands on the third day. and then When they, they were batting in the first innings. Yeah, yeah and I, they just absolutely spunked it.
0: It was very disappointing. <laughs> it was very disappointing. But that was the way that they played to win the first test. The with the first test that there was no way they could win that first test, and they had to play the way that they ended up losing the third test. So it, it's you live by the sword, you die by the sword. That's what I think.
1: <laughs> Maybe I just I just sort of feel there's there's room to get better out of some of their players. I didn't watch. I watched the the day when Duckett
0: was batting and got his century. Yeah, I watched that, and he was incredible. Yeah, but he played in that sort of free Attacking style, and he played incredibly in that. I didn't see the collapse. It was all like four o'clock in the morning. Mm. I woke up. I think I woke up at eight in the morning, and we were about nine down. I was like, I'm not watching this. Yeah, <laughs> this is ridiculous. And then Joe as well comes out and
1: smashes all over the place as well. But um, but then I I think there is a slight difference because in the first in the test that we won, yeah, mm. the first test, yeah, Ollie Pope did play himself in.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: But then in The last test, people weren't playing themselves in. Were they not?
0: This is what I don't know. I because like Root
1: tried to uh, reverse scoop. Yeah. um, Boomerat after like nineteen balls.
0: Right. I mean,
1: (laughs) nineteen. That's
0: a fair. That's enough. It's three overs. (laughs) It's time to go for the scoop (laughs) by that stage, isn't it? Uh, Yeah. I I don't think Duckett played himself in like nineteen balls. He was, he was at 50 after like 20 balls. Yeah. In that, that innings. And Crawley, Crawley did play. But those two. They got those, out really easy. But those two never have. But Crawley did in that. That's the weird thing. In that innings, I watched that and Crawley did play himself in and then got out 15 after like 50 balls. Yeah. So, But then that's still a job. That's still a job. I, I agree. I was in the old. Before baz, what they call Baz ball. No one likes that name. It's a no. really annoying name, but it, it is what it's called. It was before McCullum was the coach. Yeah. When people used to get themselves out without having to look, I used to get really annoyed about it because I thought they could do better. I'm not sure I do think that anymore because I think this the way that they, they're conditioned to play, and I think they practice that way. That's what I used to think was the problem is when they would go for these attacking shots like James Vince was a terrible mm. example of it just wafty outside the off stump drives after defending for 15 balls just suddenly we'll play a yeah. wafty shot I d- that isn't how they play anymore they don't play we're going to defend for 15 balls uh, and then get distracted and play a wafty shot they come out looking to hit every ball Duckett certainly does and Crawley t- to some extent does as well though he does defend
1: yeah. a bit so th- those two do, mm. but Joe Root doesn't.
0: No, I think Root is really... And Pope doesn't. Root is really struggling with the style. That's what it seems to me. Like, yeah. he's, he's out of form, but it does seem like he's struggling. He doesn't. He played well in that India test that we saw yeah. in, in Edgbaston. He played incredibly with Bairstow that day, and that was in the basball era, wasn't it? Yeah. So he can do it, and he's he's played great innings in that time as well. Like he reverse, like him watching him reverse scoop someone is incredible. Yeah. It's a great <laughs> laugh, but he was playing great before that, and he yeah. was getting big scores before that, and it, he hasn't got the same big scores yeah. since. I don't think really. And so he, uh, I don't know because it, it used to be that he carried the batting mm. all the time. So maybe that was why he was so good, is because he had to had to be so good. Because he was carrying the batting all the time. But when you're 400 down, he still had to yeah carry more uh, than he yeah, did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do know. I know. I do think. It, I think he is struggling to adapt to the way that they mm. play, which is a, is a bit of a problem when you've got. Well, he was one of the world's yeah. best batsmen, and like Bersto hasn't got a score. Uh, Stokes hasn't got a score. Yeah, Stokes was really unlucky in the second test. He got an absolute scuttler. In he was playing really well. I was watching. Mm. I've watched bits and bobs throughout it, and yeah, I was watching that day, and he looked set. He was playing really well. He was playing sensibly, but also smacking sixes occasionally, but taking sensible risks. Yeah, yeah. And then he just got an absolute like one that just didn't lift off the floor. He just went yeah. under his bat. Yeah. Like, nothing he could that, do yeah, about that. Yeah, that's
1: fine. But those uh, innings from him. Uh, so few and far between at the moment. Yeah, and like you say, it's it's sensibly but aggressive. Yeah. In that last test, it, it just it it was just aggressive. Yeah. Again, I didn't and- <laughs> watch, so I,
0: I can't really pass judgment. I've only seen what people have said about it, and I know everyone's sort of yeah, carping on about how how aggressive it was and overly aggressive. Yeah, I
1: I do see it, and I do it, it would frustrate me as well if I'd woken up at four in the morning to watch it. It was that like was just on the live text but it was very similar to that um the game in the Ashes test mm. where Australia went to the short ball and yeah. England just fell for it yeah <laughs> it, it was it was where we both came away thinking that's not entertainment yeah
0: that, i agree it, it I, felt like that yeah uh, yeah and again like because i didn't watch this one i don't i don't have that same feeling yeah. about <laughs> it. I, i'm able to go well it's just it's just an innings. but mm. if i'd been watching i probably would have had a very different opinion because i do find it very frustrating when they're just gifting their wickets away yeah it's not, so it like. not entertainment at that point um but again watching Duckett the day before he could have got out at any of, any of yeah. the shots he played but because he was so good at them he played them amazingly and it was incredible to watch it was so good because the bowlers didn't know where to bowl to him mean, you could see the pressure in their home conditions these Indian yeah. bowlers getting put under huge pressure and then it all turns around uh, and yeah. <laughs> I actually thought that the reason why it turned around was probably because Ashwin uh, had to leave the test and India were down to ten men, and that made England favourites. I don't think they like that. <laughs> I really don't think they yeah. like being the overdogs. They love being underdogs. That, the, that's why they won the first test. They were massive yeah. underdogs, and that seems to play into their mindset.
1: Well, they are again now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Test Four. Keep your keep your eyes open. Uh,
0: did you see old John Cena? You know old John Cena. Do you I I, I know him. Yeah, uh, big Personally. wrestler man. Yep. A big wrestler man does not do him justice. He is monstrous. Have you yeah. seen how big he he's is? He's very wide. He's a he's a film star now as he well. Like he's a did. multimedia yeah. star these days. He is like the rock is ridiculous. But yep. John Cena is not far behind. Like they are mountains of men. Mm. And not just like, like bodybuilders look a certain way. They don't even look like bodybuilders. They're just like slabs of meat. Like bodybuilders <laughs> have definition, but there's no definition to John Cena. He's oh, just Oh, he's he's very like much
1: like Mr. Strong. Yeah, he's just a square. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's weird. <laughs> he looks freaky to me. Yeah, uh, but he so he's out there doing all kinds of different stuff these days. And one of the things that he has done is playing for the Savannah Bananas. Oh, I don't. So when you write that down, it looks like it should rhyme, but it doesn't rhyme. Because you don't say banana, do you? It's not Savannah. Unless it's Savannah, but I don't think yeah. it is. Uh, Savannah bananas. The do you Savannah know, bananas. Do you know about the Savannah bananas? <laughs> I don't. They are very similar to the Globetries, apparently. Right. They are a barnstorming uh, baseball team who tour around America uh, playing just exhibition baseball games. And always winning. I assume always winning. I don't know. <laughs> it seems a lot harder. Like baseball... It's quite a hard game to
1: rig, because, well, I, I mean, guess if you, you could, pitch, if you rig it like the globe tries rig it, you can rig any game. True, yeah, <laughs> cheat, don't
0: you? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm not entirely sure because I've read about it. I read a bit about them and they they were founded in 2016. They play against a team called the Party Animals every time. R- okay, who are yeah. like the, is it the what are they called? The Cardinals, The Washington. No. Generals, yeah, generals. That's yeah, I mean. that's uh, so they're yeah, they're like the generals. They tour around with them a lot of the time. Although they also do play professional teams and stuff as well. Um, and they play their own format of baseball called Banana Ball, right?
1: Where they make up the rules,
0: sort of. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's a lot like baseball, but it only lasts two hours, which is very short for a game of baseball. Yeah, <laughs> <So> baseball, <laughs> still long. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is still long. Isn't <laughs> that's what I thought. But I assume like two hours. A football match lasts about two hours, doesn't it? 90 minutes of football plus stoppage time plus 15 minutes yeah. half time. It's probably about two hours. Yeah. Um, so it's probably about that sort yeah. of length. Uh, and the rules were changed somewhat, but not a huge amount. Like it's still baseball. You still yeah. toss the ball and you have to whack it. Sure. Which is effectively the rule. Yeah. That's basically the whole game. And there's still strikes and balls. Like if you pitch outside, that's still a ball. Don't know how hard they're pitching, and I don't know if it's overhand pitching. I think it would have to be because I think underarm yeah. makes it softball, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: So yeah, it was unclear. What are they pitching? Are they pitching bananas? That would be a great
0: <laughs> idea. It's just a regular ball, unfortunately, <laughs> but that would be a great idea. Uh, so John Cena came out. And he was batting. For the banana banana people they're what they call the savannah bananas yep uh and so the first thing he does like he holds his back miles out of the way for some reason i don't really understand that gets a strike that one is like oh don't like that so the next one he crouched down real low to try and make the strike box because the strike box is like between your shoulder and your hip yeah so it has to go through there so he was like crouched and like hold like uh, huddled up yeah to try and make it really low uh, then the pitcher just throws two strikes, another two strikes, despite him doing that, <laughs>
1: and he just struck out. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing happened. He didn't even swing at a ball. <laughs> I feel like he's maybe not inventive enough. Uh, yeah, I'd, to do it without like a script. He said he hadn't played baseball since fi- since he was fifteen
0: he hasn't watched any either apparently, uh, apparently not. he's got no idea he doesn't know how it works anymore but what i did like was the umpire when he gave him the like the strikeout you know the you're out of here yeah you know they like send them off he did like the people's elbow he, like did a massive jump in the air oh <laughs> and, yeah. Like, yeah not onto john cena but just on the floor <laughs> but i thought that was pretty funny and then john cena went on to like attack physically attack the pitcher just went after him <laughs> in a little bit what seemed like half scripted half terrifying because <laughs> this man is like he's almost like a computer game baddie yeah like you see me like uh, that's not real it's a monster <laughs> I'm running away from that so I
1: felt a bit sorry for the picture but yeah <laughs> so and so your role this game <laughs> is to be smashed by a wrestler yeah
0: oh okay okay boss <laughs> uh,
1: you didn't pay me off for this shit <laughs> Backseat coaches presents WWE Brackets S. WWE This Week yeah. is one we've both looked at. It is. Um and this is the
0: first time I think this has ever happened. Yeah. Where I've looked up just because it was in the news, I just had it I had it as a headline, but I sent it to you and you're like, Oh yeah, I've already seen this and done all my notes about it. Um but it is intriguing, yeah, and it intrigues both of so. us. I, uh, I have a feeling we've talked about it before. I'm not sure on the podcast whether we've talked about it before.
1: I think we've spoken about it as a concept. Yeah, I think we have. Um, maybe on maybe on the podcast. Yeah, I'm sure. But, uh, so this is the Enhanced Games. It is. And the tagline for it is, a better version of the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah.
0: So I read uh, the guy who's running it is this Australian businessman, isn't A-ron. he? Aaron.
1: Aaron? Aaron D'Souza, Is that I what think? he's called? Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> I assumed it was Aaron. It, it's, it's Aaron, Australian, but but it's but... pronounced Aaron. <laughs> it's, it's spelled Aaron. <laughs> oh, right, okay. But,
0: so he seems like an absolute lunatic, this guy. Yeah. Like, he's very anti-government, I think, or anti-establishment. Mm. Uh. Which can be good and bad, but he is, he's doing it from like a business standpoint, which usually means bad. Yeah. But I do find the idea very interesting.
1: So the idea of the enhanced games is that athletes can compete with no drug testing. Yeah. And in fact, uh, reaching sort of, the epitome of human performance is actively encouraged. Yeah. So you're encouraged to take drugs. Yeah. Enhancements, performance enhancements. Uh, So it's um, sort of literature on the website. Yeah. It's got a lot of sort of like outlandish claims. (laughs) Right. Um, So it starts on the front page. Backed by the world's top venture capitalists, the enhanced games is the Olympics of the future. When 44% of athletes already use performance enhancements, it is time to safely celebrate science. That's an interesting statistic. Where's he got that from? I don't know, but I reckon you could easily get any figure you want there because performance enhancement, well, that, that can include coffee. Well, I was going to say that'd be 100%. If, <laughs> yeah, like,
0: yeah. This is one of the things I want to talk about, actually, is to, like where the line between legal enhancements and... What are illegal within the sport enhancements? The line is so blurry. And yeah, that's one of the problems I have with the whole WADA
1: thing, really. And and uh, this fun is is time to safely celebrate science. They they really push. They're not encouraging. Well. The, they don't shy away from the fact they're encouraging drugs in sport, but the yeah. way they phrase it a lot is they're encouraging science in sport. Yeah, that's what I saw as well. And so all over it, it's we believe science is real. Yeah. And, well, that's this not is, really a belief. Well, it's also suggesting that WADA
0: are in that whole, the opposite. Yeah, view, that they don't believe that it's science. They believe that it's religion or yeah. magic or something. That's making... <laughs> they do believe that it's science. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it'd be weird to use science to capture to uh, catch these drugs cheats who use magic. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> they, I'm pretty sure they believe that it is. It is science. It's just dangerous science, is what they believe.
1: Um. So, or unfair science, I suppose. Yeah. Sort of thing. So they also suggest sports can be safer without drug testing. So interesting. They sort of suggest that, um, water and stuff. They test for drugs, but they don't do any like medical checks. Whereas they're going to do like medical checks rather than drugs tests to check that the athletes are all okay, like right. doing heart ECGs before they compete and stuff. Okay. Um, which I think means absolutely nothing. Because, yes, under, like, normal conditions... Uh, they might of be a stressful f- position. Yeah. But yeah. And uh, they may not... Or they may decide to, like, juice... Directly before well, that, their event.
0: I, that's what I was going to say. Like, How soon before the event are they doing these
1: physical tests? Th- so th- before they compete. So I guess like at the start of the games. So okay, obviously
0: steroids don't work in such a way that you can take one right now and you'll be better in five minutes. No. That's not how steroids work. But there are a number of things that you can take. The, like, if you're opening the door to everything... You can take cocaine, you could take yes. like, stuff yep. that's going to give you loads of energy <laughs> all of a sudden. You take ecstasy so that you feel really good. Those things aren't going like, to, <laughs> those effects are only
1: going to show as you take them. Yes. And they're short lasting. Uh, so, what it says on uh, safer sports, mm-hmm. so uh, sports can be safer without drug testing. Yep. Let's be clear drug testing is about fairness, not safety. It enhanced aims to be the safest sporting event in the world at the enhanced games we prioritize, prioritize athletes safety in partnership with top scientists and clinicians we're developing a full system medical pre-competition screening protocol to protect athletes competing in the enhanced games yeah like yeah, that yeah, it's <laughs> I do find it interesting because I think
0: somewhere it said about them being FDA approved, which is American, not Australian. I think the FDA, yeah. but it, they said about the, they're not
1: testing for them. Huh?
0: as in FDA approved drugs. So well, that's what he was saying is that what's going to be allowed is drugs that are FDA approved, which is the Food and Drugs yeah Association. Yeah, is, yeah. So what it is, um, which means that they're safe for humans to take, right? That's that's what I think he was pushing at, and the, a lot of those are not allowed by Wada. Sort of things like the therapeutic uh, exemptions. Yeah, those are not allowed unless you've got the exemption. Mm. But he's just going to allow all of those across the board. But the reason, part of the reason why Wada don't allow them is because yes, they're allowed on their own. You can take one of these things on their own, FDA approved. But there's usually a massive long list of things that you have to be careful about. Yeah. And if you're taking multiple drugs, which I assume most of them will be. Yeah. How are those drugs going to interact with each other? There's probably not a lot of study about those. So yeah. Are they all of a sudden going to become guinea pigs for all of those sort of studies? Uh, So
1: I have... Like, I'm really interested to see it. Same. I have my reservations. Mm. And uh, the Enhanced Games absolutely shits over over all my reservations really because i i think if you're going to do this yeah you should not incentivize the winning as in i i don't think you should put a lot of money on the line because then people will kill themselves yeah Uh, yeah i see that uh that's not what they're doing uh so whilst medals will be awarded to the best enhanced athletes in each event, mm. the ultimate monetary award will go to athletes that set new world records. Oh really? So it's not even like, oh, I need to take enough drugs to beat that guy. Yeah. I need to take enough drugs to get the world record. Yeah. To get the big bucks.
0: So the what, the guy that I've read in the news, this is what brought it to my attention was James yeah. Magnusson, the yeah. Australian swimmer. Yes. Yeah. So he, it said in the article he was getting paid a million dollars, I think, to participate. But his aim is to break the world record. Yeah. Is that million dollars for breaking the world record? Or is that million dollars just to participate?
1: All athletes, so this is another big thing is uh, that they really espouse is a fair payment to athletes. Yeah, I've seen that as well. Yeah. Um, what's one of the, one of their uh, core, sorry, I'm looking online at the same time. One of their core beliefs is um, like their belief in capitalism. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So this is all sort of privately funded. So it's not taxpayer money and they want athletes to be able to earn a living from being athletes. Yeah. So all athletes competing in the enhanced games will be paid a base salary but they'll compete for prize winnings mm-hmm. uh the prize winnings they say will be larger than any other comparable event in history really and then and actually on so
0: well, i guess the comparable event would be the olympics
1: well that's what i thought the yeah. comparable event is the olympics but then on their own website they have a table comparing the winnings for wimbledon Oh. US Olympians and UK Olympians. D- d- they're making a direct comparison there. Between Wimbledon? And the, the winner of Wimbledon gets two and a half million dollars. Is that right? Two and a half million dollars? That's what they've said.
0: That's a lot, isn't it?
1: And I don't think they're comparable, but they are... Yeah, they're claiming that. They're, compla- they're comparing <laughs> it's them. It's nothing like Wimbledon, is it? <laughs> yeah. It's a single sport event. <laughs> so... If if they're making that comparison yeah. and suggesting they are comparable, are they suggesting that a winner or a world record beater will get over two and a half million okay, I dollars? I assume so.
0: <laughs> well, in which case, that means that he's getting paid a million dollars just to compete because that was the figure that was yeah. in the article. And in which case, so what, what I thought about was what would be a great ruse for him, because he's retired. Mm. He he's coming out of retirement to do these games. Yes, and he said publicly, "I will juice to the, my eyeballs, basically, to, yeah. to, to break yeah. this world record." What I would do is, I, if I was him, was not do that and be really, really shit because <laughs> he's got the money already. Yeah. <laughs> the money's in his pocket. They've paid him loads of money. Just take, yeah, just stick two fingers up at these venture capitalist people. Yeah, you're not like you're not a performing monkey. It is dangerous. There yeah. are dangers. Yeah. to but what he seems quite interested in working with nutritionists and, like, actually doing it in a sustainable way. Yeah. Not what he said, juicing up to the eyeballs. But th- there must be a lot of study, like, how certain drugs affect your body. Yeah. Uh And they've been then decided, no, these are not fair. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. And then sort of comes on to the other point that I had about the the arbitrariness, the arbitrary nature of the WADA doping like where they draw the line is so arbitrary yes yeah it seems to make no sense at all really like the the cyclist one where like it the you start taking asthma inhalers because it makes your oxygen uh better like your oxygen what's the word uh absorption yeah that's just a drug that makes your oxygen absorption better why is that banned? Like,
1: I I think it's because people keep taking advantage of these loopholes.
0: Yeah, and but if but that's <laughs> because it's a loophole. Like if you get rid of that loophole, if the drug doesn't have any harm harmful effects, which I, as far as I'm aware, asthma drugs don't have any harmful effects. Mm. Uh, the only harm possibly is taking them out of hands out of the hands of actual people who have asthma. Yeah, <laughs> that's a problem. But I don't think they're in short <laughs> supply. I don't think that's <laughs> the problem. They're very cheap, aren't they? Asthma inhalers yeah. you can get them really cheap. So. I don't think any of like any of those things are a problem. And if all it is is beneficial, then why not allow it? Mm, yeah. For some, like if if it all it does is cost
1: some money. Yeah. Why not just allow it? Um it so the enhanced games because they're not drugs testing and therefore anybody can compete. Yeah. They're claiming to be the most inclusive sports league in history. Interesting. Drugs be expensive.
0: Yeah. It... Well, they, that is an actual a genuine point, isn't it? That certain like doping schemes are very expensive. Yeah. So therefore, only the best countries could do them. Yeah. And therefore, only the best countries could win. So that that is an interesting point. And that is an interesting way to look at it being a level playing field. The fact that just nobody's allowed to
1: use any sort of drugs. I, I believe that is partly why. Because if yeah. you allow drugs, uh, sporting prowess would become the exclusion of the rich yeah but then this would as well
0: yeah but then the olympics already has a bit of that in the technology doesn't it like yes yeah technology that the bikes that they use in the circling there's a reason why britain won so many uh, yeah uh, medals because we had great bikes we had great technology the swimmers have all those really fancy uh swimsuits and
1: stuff yeah they got banned eventually but so in that they are focusing on core sports uh five core sports mm-hmm. um they say that oh we the, the way they market it is oh we did the study and we want to focus on athletic ability so we've removed team sports we've removed uh. ball sports cuz there's no world records in those sports so oh, you can't yeah. have a world <laughs> record in football well you can uh, you can but- <laughs> most scores <laughs> hardest shot <laughs> adriano 99 <laughs> so the course sports they're focusing on are athletics aquatics gymnastics strength combat combat just fighting combat's a bad just one get really drugged up yeah and fight I'm not sure about combat sports that's that to me it's, it seems like cock fighting it sounds extremely <laughs> dangerous yeah
0: like that, that that I'm not I don't think should be allowed no
1: like Could and like obviously you do have combat sports in uh, the Olympics, like taekwondo and judo and uh, wrestling, boxing. But I think they're they're putting combat because they want to include sort of these sports that have recently gained loads of popularity, like MMA, MMA, where Uh, they're
0: incredibly brutal. Anyway,
1: yeah yeah
0: it, so it, I already think that MMA is like cockfighting it's, it's so brutal it's such a brutal sport there's no yeah. There's no gentlemanly aspect to MMA like there is like uh, boxing say what you want about boxing there are quite strict rules to boxing yes you are punching somebody in the face but there are at least some sort of rules you know to, like bite each other or pull each other's hair and stuff yeah. and they seem to do all of that shit in MMA it's so brutal yeah I, just, I can't I can't watch
1: it i also then if you're sort of putting a lot of your stake on uh beating world records mm. you got a subjective sport in there in gymnastics do you, yeah. whether you beat a world record or not is down to the judges
0: only in like rhythm gymnastics and stuff like uh what do i
1: think oh yeah no. All gymnastics is judged. Yeah, and you get a score, and your score is, is based tr- on. Is that
0: true of like pommel horse and things? Yeah, is that all it is? It's, it's just a
1: routine. It's based on yeah, the bars. You're judged on execution yeah, and difficulty. So yeah. your difficulty might go up because yeah, like you could do like a triple twist or whatever, and yeah, th- but you're still judged. Yeah, and that's so true. I imagine they will have no problem incentivizing the judges to. Uh, Turn it up to eleven.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> give them just an. That's a good idea. Actually, that's an easy way to
1: break a world record, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Just give them an eleven card, <laughs> and that way they're looking all grab the most, the highest scores ever. Because as far as I'm aware, none of these world records will like stand in. No, uh, a thing. So why not? You just yeah, twelve's <laughs> yeah, all around. Change the scoring system, <laughs> and then it's world records, isn't it? So, uh, I believe. So I think they wanted to start to this year. Yeah. But December this year is when I saw the date. Yeah, yeah, so the I think the pay level, the pay scheme is due to come out mid this year. Right. And as part of their sort of um uh keeping costs down or making money. They're gonna use existing infrastructure, so like universities and stuff. So it could come to Birmingham. Could be, yeah. There's no
0: venue at the moment. That's what I read. (laughs) As of
1: February twenty-four, no venue. Yeah. Um. So get these like superhumans absolutely bounding around. Yeah. It would
0: make a bit of change in Birmingham, wouldn't it, (laughs) rather than just people just shuffling around like most (laughs) of Birmingham people do.
1: So I'm I'm very interested to see it. I. I do worry about the level of sort of monetary stake they put on winning because I think it could lead to potential harm.
0: uh, The problem I have with it as an idea, I've long advocated for letting sports people just do as much drugs as they want. I think it's a good idea because I think you should start there, start off, or at least have an example of look, this is what happens when we let everyone take all the drugs <laughs> all okay. their hearts explode yeah <laughs> that, that'd that be a good example that. <laughs> if people are stupid enough to want to do that stuff then fine let them i think let them because it, like you only get one body so if you're stupid enough to abuse it in that way yeah that's your own lookout i, I agree with that, that yeah uh, I don't, that there was a thing about in like sort of his writing this aaron what's his name uh where he says that our oh, water all they're so paternalistic in their in their way of looking at it and we're trying to save everyone from doing harm to their bodies. Mm. And I think that is true to some extent, but I
1: also think there are adults
0: who should be allowed to do what they want with yes. their own bodies. Yeah,
1: which is why I think the idea of this yeah. is fine. Yeah. And I am keen to see what people can achieve. Yeah. I do think putting big yeah. old oh, well, stakes on it I changes agree. people's uh, behaviour.
0: Again, the problem I have with it is it's all money based, isn't yeah. it? That's a big problem with it's just the same with like live in the golf. Like if live was being done by some like poor startup guys and they'd started this idea of Live, I probably would be a lot more yeah. behind <laughs> it than I am. I think it's not a bad idea to shake up the golf world. The problem is that it's being run by these bloody billionaires.
1: Who do you think or which sports companies do you think would sponsor an enhanced games? Well, the obvious one is Nike, isn't it? Because they don't... Just do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Drugs, just do it, mate. <laughs> 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 the, the slogan's already there. <laughs> it writes itself. Yeah. Backseat Coaches presents WWE. Brackets S. Following, well, I mean, that was an Australian story, and there's more Australian stories to come, so... There are, yeah. It's an Australian-themed podcast today, mate.
1: And I've got an Australian quiz for us to do. Excellent. It is... Sports uh, quiz, or just like dirty words <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea that's what i should have done no this is an
0: aussie rule so this is a fun trivia quiz that we're going to do together cool. and this is aussie rules mascot melee trivia quiz oh you're okay. not going to know anything no we are not but <laughs> we're going to have a good guess of it <laughs> so this is written by a guy called looney tunes looney underscore tunes on fun trivia and the blurb says, Everyone has a strategy for winning the office footy tip- tipping competition. I predict the outcome of each match by determining which team's mascot would be most likely to win in a one on one battle. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's such a great idea. <laughs> and I think it's a good method. It's as good a method as any. You'll see this is not always as easy as it sounds, he says. So we've got ten questions about who which mascot would win but I don't think it tells us what any of the mascots are, so we're going to have to guess. <laughs> oh, no. So let's see. Are we allowed we... to
1: look up? Do you think we should look up? Have...
0: No, I think if we look up, I think we'll get the answer. Uh, Yeah,
1: yeah, we probably would by <laughs> yeah. mistake, yeah.
0: So, oh, well, let's do the first question and we'll decide how we're going to yeah. do this quiz from the first question onwards. Question one. When Collingwood plays Geelong, it's pretty clear which mascot would win in a fight between the two. Which of the following correctly outcomes the... Out- describes the outcome of this duel. Is it that Collingwood's super Eddie would quickly dispose of Geelong's slamming Sam? Is it that Geelong's shark will readily account for Goli- uh, Collingwood's eel? Geelong's cat will easily take out Collingwood's magpie? Or oh, Collingwood's crow will wipe the floor with Geelong's gecko? I see, I so see. So we definitely can't look up yeah. the rascals because we all yeah. know. But do you know where Geelong is? No. Nor do I. I feel like Geelong Bay is a place. So you're thinking a shark or eel. Would make sense. And the Geelong ones was shark. Yeah, so shark, cat, gecko, or Slammin' Sam. (laughs) But he does say in the question, it's pretty clear which mascot will win. So the first one can't be it because Super Eddie versus Slammin' Sam. I've got no idea who would win in that. True. Don't know what either of them are. So that, that can't be clear. So, I think it's one of the animal ones. Okay, yep. And I think Geelong Bay. I don't know where I've heard Geelong Bay, but I think I've heard Geelong Bay.
1: So, uh, of the animal ones, what, what's it versus versus? Uh, Geelong
0: shark versus Collingwood eel.
1: Shark versus eel. Yeah. Shark wins easily.
0: Yes, definitely. Geelong cat versus Collingwood magpie. Cat wins. Cat would beat bird, yeah. for sure. Uh, or Collingwood's crow against Geelong's gecko.
1: Probably, yeah, I see what I see. What they've done.
0: How big are geckos? Are they only little? Yeah. Right, okay. I've never seen a gecko. I've seen lizards, but I've never seen a gecko. Looks like a lizard. Yeah, just a regular yep. lizard. Are they okay? <laughs> so, would a bird definitely beat a, yeah. it would beat a lizard in a fight, but would it definitely catch a lizard? Yeah. Okay, fine.
1: A gecko for sure, yeah. Right.
0: Okay, so, mm. so we can't do it from that. No. So, it might just have to be... I don't know where Collingwood is. You know where Collingwood is? Nope. Me either. So... So...
1: Yeah, all we've got to go on is this vague <laughs> recollection vague of Geelong So
0: Sharks, <laughs> yeah. yep. We're locked in. Question two. Things get a bit trickier when Collingwood host Fremantle at the MCG. At the MCG. That means Collingwood is in Melbourne. Because Mel- MCG is Melbourne Cricket Ground. Yeah. So that's, this is knowledge. Which mascot will win when they square up against each other? Is it Fremantle's muscular docker against uh, Collingwood's Crow. He says, will stone Collingwood's Crow. Oh, stone the Crows, I get it. <laughs> uh, Fremantle's Sea Eagle will tear strips off Collingwood's Eel. Collingwood's Crow will devour Fremantle's Fire Ant. Or Collingwood's Territorial Magpie will swoop Fremantle's laid-back surfer into submission. There's a lot of words, isn't there? <laughs> there in there theres And I think that says for sure that super eddie's not right because he's not in this question so yeah that's that's one start uh what's a docker do you know what a docker is somebody works on the docks good uh, <laughs> it could be because he says a muscular docker that would make sense wouldn't it oh, yeah, yeah, yeah strong person who works on the docks beating up a crow but he says things get trickier so these two things can't be too
1: far apart far apart i would think yeah i'd say a docker as long as it can catch a crow would easily beat up yeah definitely but then
0: would they definitely catch the crow or would the crow just like swoop in and peck you and then swoop away again quite uh, cunning are dockers is... I thought so... you were going to say crows <laughs> <laughs> uh, sea eagle versus eel that seems an obvious seagull's definitely yeah. going to win so yeah. I'm saying not that one not that one Uh Collingwood's crow to devantle- devour Fremantle's fire ant a crow versus a fire ant
1: a single fire ant I think a crow would probably win. Yeah, it probably would. Just eat it.
0: Yeah, true. But fire ants, you never have one ant, do you? Ants come as a colony. And a bunch yeah. of fire ants, I think, would beat a crow.
1: But you didn't say a bunch.
0: Well,
1: your, know, your mascot can't be a bunch of fire ants.
0: I think it's implied, though, isn't it? If, you're, <laughs> <laughs> if your mascot is an ant, you're not saying that we are one ant. <laughs> the idea is we are a colony, right? <laughs> if you're going to have that as your mascot, surely. But you only have one mascot. Yeah, but it's going to be a bloody massive rant, isn't it? <laughs> bloke in an ant suit. <laughs> I don't think it's that one. Uh, the magpie against a laid-back surfer. That that sounds like it could be up in the air who would win that.
1: Yeah. I could see the that. Because surfer wouldn't try anyway. But we've already, that
0: s- we've already said that Colin would have an eel in the first question. So if we're going to change this, we need to change the first question as well.
1: Did we say eel?
0: Yeah, we said shark against eel in the first question.
1: So what's the eel in this? Uh,
0: the eel would be against the sea eagle, which that strikes me as being not right. Because yeah. he said it's trickier.
1: So what if we went crow in the first question? Uh,
0: crow would be against Geelong's gecko. Could easily be right. Geelong... When I first heard it, I thought Geelong sounded like it would be in the Outback, because they have weird names out in the Outback. Yeah. So, it's possible that it could be a gecko.
1: Yeah. Crow, gecko, and that crow leaves. Crow against
0: fire ant. If a Fremantle's fire ant.
1: Oh, is it Crow against Yeah, so what it was, it was last?
0: magpie. Magpie. And then that would be Geelong's cat, if we thought it was Collingwood's magpie. That one seems like the right answer to this one. Yeah. And we weren't sure about the first question. Yeah. So let's okay. change the first question. Okay. So we're going Geelong's cat in the first question. Yep. This is not a good quiz so far, is it? <laughs> this is not a good idea. <laughs> question three. When Richmond's mascot picks a fight with Sydney's mascot, the lay down. Uh, wait, what? The result is a lay down misere. M-I-S-E-R-E. What's that? M-I-S-E-R-E.
1: My. <S-E-R-E. Misery? Mis-
0: mis- I have no idea what that is. <laughs> when I looked it up on Google, it says, in solo whist, a bid by which a player undertakes to win no tricks. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it's some weird Australianism, but it doesn't help because I don't know what it means. I don't know whether it means the result is a down misery. It sounds like one team is beating one. Yeah. yeah. The, by masses. Okay. Yeah. So, is it Richmond's redback spider will paralyse Sydney's bulldog, Sydney's stingray will make short work of Richmond's dolphin, Sydney's hornet will sting Richmond's mustang into submission, or Richmond's tiger will maul Sydney's swan. So, we've got well, I, Sydney's bulldog, stingray, hornet, or swan for
1: Sydney. St- stingray
0: stingray it's on the bay isn't it yeah but isn't like every australian city is on the bay isn't it so they can't all have nautical (laughs) uh mascots um, there's enough there's enough things in the sea i suppose so i mean stingray is quite (laughs) rare isn't it so that would make sense but you would think that sydney would have like top of the line yeah Yeah, 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 because they're the big city uh for some reason bulldog shouted out to me for sydney but I don't know why. Really? Maybe from Rugby League? I used to play a Rugby League game, an Australian Rugby League game on the Mega Drive. Yeah. And uh, for some reason, the Bulldog has jumped into my mind for Sydney. So I don't know if that was their Rugby League team.
1: So, and that was against a tarantula, was it?
0: That was against a Redback Spider.
1: A Redback Spider.
0: Uh, and he's saying that the Redback Spider would definitely win. Uh, redback's the ones that, like, Like a black you. widow. Yeah. Yeah. They kill you if you I aren't.
1: I don't think... Any team is picking a poisonous spider I in would, Australia. I
0: wouldn't think so either. That seems bad taste. Yeah. Like, they're not just like, it's not like a grizzly bear in America where, like, you, you, it's kind of your own fault if you get eaten by a grizzly bear. Yeah. A spider could get you anywhere. Yeah. I don't think it's your fault. So, I think that would be in poor taste yeah. to have a spider. So, I agree. I don't think that's a good one. So, that rules out my, my bulldog idea. <laughs> it so would, my, yeah. Uh, so Stingray would be against Richmond's Dolphin. Don't know where Richmond is. Do you know where Richmond nope. is? No. Uh, could easily be that. Yeah. Sydney Stingrays, sounds right as well as alliteration. Like it. Richmond uh, Dolphins. It, sounds it ends with like a D, a it team. starts with a D, so <laughs> sort of alliteration. <laughs> Let's go for that one. I like it. Uh question four. Brisbane is known to have a significant home ground advantage, but when the team based in Melbourne Oh, based in Melbourne's western suburbs, makes a trek up north. Which mascot will overpower the other? Brisbane's bear will tear the western wallaby from limb from limb. The western wildcat will send the Brisbane brumby. Yeah, brumbies are funny. (laughs) That's a horse type thing, right, a brumby?
1: Yeah. Like Uh, a pony?
0: Yeah, I think so. Like a wild wild horse, I think, isn't it? I don't I don't know for sure, but I think so. Uh the West so the Western Wildcat will send the Brisbane Brumby galloping for the hills. Uh the Western Wolf will run the Brisbane Bronco out of town, or the Brisbane lion will send the Western Bulldog running with its tail between its legs. So Brisbane is known to have a significant hometown advantage. Ah, uh, but then we're just talking about the mascots. See, no clues in this question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so which do we think? Brisbane bear and Western Wallaby. Those sound right.
1: I like a western wallaby. Yeah,
0: I do. I like that more than the western wildcat or the western wolf, I think. Yeah. And the Brisbane brumby. I don't think anyone would have a brumby.
1: No, I don't think you get wolves in Australia either, do you? Do you?
0: I don't know. But I've never seen any wolves in any Australian content. So that would seem right. And broncos. I don't know if they have broncos. Like Broncos, I think of like the old Western America. Yeah. Not... Not Australia. I think the wild horses they have are Brumbies, which are shit wild horses. (laughs) (laughs) So it's either the Brisbane Bears or Brisbane's Lion against the Western Bulldog. I mean, that could be, but if if they've got They haven't even tried that. Exactly. They've missed a trick there. I think it's got to be Brisbane Bear, Western Wallaby. Yeah. Let's go for that. What's a wallaby like?
1: It's like a tiny kangaroo. Is it? Yeah.
0: Are, Are they the ones that are like all muscle? The kangaroos are a bit like that as well, right? They're just they're just massively muscular.
1: I'd say kangaroos are more muscular than they're more muscular looking than wallabies. Right. wallabies look quite cute. Okay,
0: again, I think I'm thinking of a koala when I'm thinking of a wallaby. I don't know what a wallaby looks like.
1: Just like a kangaroo, but smaller.
0: They walk on their back feet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're another marsupial. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Question five: When traditional rivals Carlton and Essendon meet. The mascots are unevenly matched. Which mascot will crush the other? Is it Captain Carlton will swap the Essendon mosquito into oblivion? <laughs> Carlton's Blue Boy will stomp all over Essendon's Redback Spider. Bit blue. <laughs> <laughs> Essendon's bomber plane will shoot down Captain Carlton, or Essendon's dragon will burn up Captain uh, will burn up Carlton's Blue Boy. So twice Blue Boy is in there for Carlton. That's
1: a blue boy. Just a boy who is blue. Oh, Captain
0: Carlton's been in there twice as well. So it's either Captain Carlton or Carlton Blue Boy. Captain Carlton sounds better. Yeah. But that makes me think that it might be Carlton Blue Boy. Because Carlton Blue Boy is so shit that it can't possibly be wrong. Right, okay. And then for Blue Boy, it was either Stomp on the Essendon Spider which no, we've talked already. about already the and then it's essendon's dragon dragons that's a fairly safe yeah that's a fairly safe thing like dragons are all over the place uh you think that yeah i think bomber plane and captain carlton seems too bomber obvious plane, yeah uh and captain carlton swatting the essendon mosquito
1: oh no that's... you wouldn't have a mosquito would you no. that's a terrible logo <laughs> something everybody hates like yeah. universally hated yeah.
0: nobody <laughs> likes mosquitos even mosquitos don't like mosquitos <laughs> question 6 Melbourne and St Kilda have been doing battle on the football ground for over a century what happens when their mascots meet so we've said for Melbourne already... oh no we haven't done Melbourne we did the we... Melbourne western suburbs what, yeah so Melbourne St Kilda uh, St Kilda's Stingray will finish off Melbourne's hammerhead poison Trump's teeth every time he says Melbourne's dragon will vanquish St Kilda's demon. Good always triumphs over evil. A dragon's good.
1: Not sure about that. Can be good. Demons are never good, though. That's
0: true. Good demons are always (laughs) evil. Melbourne's demon will obliterate St Kilda's saint. Turning the other cheek doesn't always work in football. Or St Kilda's hammerhead will devour Melbourne's stingray. Oh, he's just—he's flipped him. He's just flipped him, hasn't he? Oh yeah, <laughs> but God no. Damn it. The middle one he hasn't because he's changed Saint yeah. D- uh, Dragon to Saint, uh, and he says sharks are the lord of the ocean after all. Uh, I mean, St Kilda's on the beach, right? Mm-hmm. Remember that song by yes, uh, Cat, Cat Empire? Empire yeah, it's about St-, St Kilda Beach, so that's a beach town. Isn't St Kilda
1: in Melbourne? Oh no, isn't it like a cool part of Melbourne?
0: Maybe. It would make sense because they've been doing battle on the football ground for over a century. Yeah. So maybe, maybe they are local teams. Uh, doesn't massively help. Nope. <laughs> right, it's quite
1: hip, is St. Kilda.
0: Okay. St. Kilda is quite hip. So does, does that mean they would have a
1: Stingray or a Hammerhead? Don't know. No, me either. Any of those? <laughs> are they hip sharks? A Hammerhead we've, feels we've,
0: like a bit of a hip shark.
1: We've already said Stingray for Sydney. Yeah, we did. So I think we've got to go something different. Yeah.
0: Okay, so not Stingray for either them. So that means it's Dragon versus Demon or Demon versus Saint. Saints seems... Because it's Saint Kilda. <laughs> saint Kilda. That feels yeah. right, doesn't it? And then saint- Melbourne Demons. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. feels right. Okay. Oh, there are hints.
1: Goddamn.
0: <laughs> we don't need them. I didn't know there was hints. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not going to say what happened when I pressed it, but... <laughs> Gave uh, you the answers. <laughs> <laughs> Question seven. What is the likely outcome when Adelaide and Hawthorne mascots go head to head? The Hawthorne Taipan will make a deadly strike on the Adla- deadly strike on the Adelaide Raven. What's a Taipan? I don't know. Nor me. Hawthorne Hawk will make short work of Adelaide Crow. The Adelaide Rabiteau will ensnare the Hawthorne's hair. Don't know why Rabiteau is. Nor me, but I've heard it before a rabbiteau. And that is def- there is definitely a rugby team called the Rabbitohs.
1: Oh, okay. Uh,
0: but whether that doesn't really help, but it's definitely an, it's an animal. <laughs> <laughs> or Adelaide Rhino will flatten the Hawthorne Hornet. Hawthorne Hornet feels right, doesn't it? Yeah. But then Hawthorne Hawk also sounds all right. Could do. And that was against Adelaide Crow. We haven't done Crow yet, have we?
1: No. No, we won't. No,
0: magpie. We hawthorn hawk or i mean adelaide rhinos would they be called the rhinos that are for American aussie rules
1: could, you could, like you could like believe rhinos are a rugby yeah. team aren't
0: they rhino would make sense and hornets hawthorn hornet just feels right to me yeah if i was going to name a team i'd call them the hawthorn hornets hawthorn hornets
1: even if they weren't in hawthorn
0: definitely even <laughs> even more so then <laughs> go for that one yeah smashed it uh I'm going to be very impressed if we get any more than, <laughs> than like random guess average for this. Question eight. When Geelong travel to Perth to tackle the West Coast, they bring their mascot with them. What will happen when these two mascots meet? Is it the West Coast Wildcat will polish off the Geelong Gecko? The West Coast Eagle will carry off the Geelong Cat? The Geelong Shark will snap the West Coast Seagull out of the sky? Or the Geelong Slamming Sam We'll net the West Coast, West Coast Barry Barracuda.
1: We said cat for Geelong, didn't we?
0: We did. So what was the cat? So I think we gotta be consistent. Yeah, that's true. So that would be a West Coast Eagle. Why Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Question nine: Fremantle and Port Adelaide are two of the new additions to the AFL. What will happen when their mascots rumble? Will the Fremantle Docker turn port, short, port Swordfish into the catch of the day? The Fremantle Surfer short-circuits the Port's Power. Uh, port's Puma will brush aside the Fremantle's Fire Ant. Or Port's Panther will clip the wing of the flea- Fremantle Sea Eagle. So for Fremantle, we have said the laid-back surfer. So that would say the surfer against the Port's Power. Port Adelaide Power.
1: Port Adelaide power. So the
0: power is in inverted commas. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but... <laughs>
1: it doesn't exist.
0: I mean, we've, we've gone with layback surfer already. Let's stick with our guns. <laughs> okay, yeah. Question yeah. 10. I should have vetted this quiz before we did it, but it's done now. <laughs> Question 10. When the mascot of the theme, team formerly known as the North Melbourne comes up against Port Adelaide's champion, what will ensue? So Port Adelaide, we said the power. So this is the port's power. Will fry the North Kangaroo, uh, the North Kangaroo into a roast dinner. So the power sounds like it is actual electric by the sounds of it. Yeah. Uh,
1: the North. There is that football team here that has a boiler as mascot, so its mascot. <laughs> there not, is. That's it's, true. <laughs> it's not out of the realms of <laughs> They've been the week before, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, north Mariner will harpoon the port's swordfish. Ports panther will haunt, hunt down the North koala, or the North grizzly will make a meal of the Ports puma. I get we've got to stick with the power. Yeah. frying the kangaroo makes as much sense as anything else. It's Australian, yeah. Submit my answers. <laughs> Let's see how we did. Well, we started off well. Question one is the Geelong cat. That's right. Nice. Uh, let me introduce the mascot of the Geelong cats, slamming Sam Tom Cat. So he is called Slammin' Sam, Oh, but he's a cat. He's a rough-and-tumble house cat whose speed and stealth will help make dinner out of the Collingwood's Magpie mascot. Nice. Jack. Oh, Jock One-Eye McPie, he's called. <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> One-Eye McPie. Both of these mascots are named in honour of former greats for their club. Oh, that's interesting. Mm, cool. Sam Newman for Geelong and Jock McHale of Holl- Collingwood. AFL fans will probably recognize the tongue-in-cheek reference to Eddie Maguire, Super Eddie, who is a high-profile Collingwood Club president and television personality. And I will say, I did notice that.
1: You did, did yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Not lost on you.
0: No, no flaws on me. Uh, question two. We also got right, because it was about the cat again. <laughs> so, I know, it was Col- what was Collingwood? magpie. Magpie, yeah. Yeah uh collingwood's jock one eye mcpie is taking on a Fremantle's johnny the dock docker at the mcg uh which is the oh uh, yeah so the um, the cricket ground where the season's grand finale is traditionally played johnny is relaxed and some bleached surfer type and if you don't think the magpie would beat him you've never been swooped by a territorial magpie in nesting season <laughs> <And> he's right <laughs> well, i <haven't>... carrying <laughs> a surfboard <laughs> yeah every year magpies are responsible for sending scores of australians to the emergency room <laughs> yeah particularly in september and october so look out uh look out Fremantle. if johnny has to face off with jock during season finals so as well as all the spiders and she you gotta look out for magpies <laughs> over there as well
1: cannot catch a break nice. in australia <laughs>
0: question three mascot uh richmond we said uh what did we say we said sting, uh, Sydney Stingray against Richmond's Dolphin. Yeah, the correct answer was the Richmond Tiger would maul the Sydney Swan. The Sydney Swan, Swan, is Swan is a poor. Rubbish. That's a poor mascot. Tiger stripes Dyer, named after the great Jack Dyer. So they seem to name all their mascots after players. That's yeah, so I wonder what
1: mascots they had before. Yeah,
0: also an interesting idea in general yeah. to name a mascot after a player. Don't think we do that here. Uh, he's the mascot of the Richmond Tigers. To quote Stripes himself, how can you beat raw talent? Spelt raw like a raw. Clever. Nice. Sydney Swan's mascot. Proper Frosty stuff, that. It's a bit like Frosty's. <laughs> Tony the Tiger. Yeah. They're great. Uh, Sydney Swan's mascot is Sid Swanny <laughs> Skilton and takes the form of a large swan. He was named after Bobby Skilton, who played for the team when they were still based in South Melbourne. So they weren't Sydney team originally.
1: Oh, they yeah. moved. That's interesting, isn't it? Skilton Stingray, though. Better than Swanee Skilton. That's true. The,
0: the swan is a terrible <laughs> It is. It's a terrible mascot. I mean, swans can be vicious, but they're not generally, are they? No. <laughs> they're not known for it.
1: You just walk around them. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Question four uh, We said the Brisbane Bear against the Western Wallaby. I was very happy with this one. Uh, and we were wrong it is the Brisbane Lion and the Western Bulldog <laughs> Roger where's, where's the alliteration gone yeah stupid there's no da- doubt that Brisbane's Lion named Bernie Gabba Vegas <laughs> didn't <you> mean anything <laughs> <laughs> will make short of will w- woo- <laughs> we'll make short work of Woofer Dog Witten <laughs> Woofer yeah the Western Bulldog's mascot had these mascots been designed 10 years earlier, earlier, the outcome of a matchup between these two clubs could have been very different. From 1987 through 1996, the Brisbane team was called the Brisbane Bears. Ah, so we were. <sighs> half right. That's what I meant. And their mascot was a koala. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> why would, if you're called the Bears, why would you have a koala? The worst of all the bears. I guess it could give you a comedia That's the worst yeah. thing you could do. It's not even a bear. No. <laughs> At the end of the 96 season, Brisbane merged with the Fitzroy Lions and uh, the mascot, okay. Bernie Gabba Vegas, is nirmed, named in honour <laughs> of Bernie Quinlan, a Fitzroy legend. So why is it called Bernie Gabba Vegas? God knows. <laughs> I mean, the Gabba is, that's a cricket ground again, yeah. isn't it? In Brisbane. So uh, okay. I assume it's where they play.
1: Uh, let's just pull the
0: words yeah, in. Yeah, it does seem the like they in. just have made no effort at all. <laughs> and why is he called Vegas? What's the Vegas <laughs> bit about? <laughs> Question 5, we said the Essendon Dragon against the Carlton Blue Boy, and the correct answer, oh no, it was Captain Carlton will swat the Essendon Mosquito. (laughs) Why would you have mosquitoes? Although Essendon is known as the Bombers or the Dons, the surprising choice for their mascot was a mosquito named Moz Skeeter Reynolds. (laughs) Moz was named in honour of the legendary Dick Reynolds, whose
1: grandson played for the club in
0: 2008
1: as well. So... uh, like, the only way I could see that's possible is if it was named after somebody called Mars. Called
0: Mars, yeah. That's what I was thinking. There's <laughs> nothing to do with him at all. Unless he was bitten by a mosquito and that's how he died or something. That's the only thing I could think.
1: <laughs> and that's what his family would have wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Memorializes
0: his mortal enemy. Uh Captain Carlton is a traditional club mascot who was incorporated into the 2004 mascot lineup for the Carlton Blues. Question six, we got right: the nice. Melbourne Demon against the St Kilda Saint. <laughs> yeah, obvious one in that one. Yeah. that was an obvious one. Trevor St Kilda is named in memory of Trevor Barker. Uh, obvious choice for St Kilda's mascot. We thought that as well. The Melbourne Demons or D's have Ronald D Man, <laughs> a demon. <laughs> That's such a bad pun. It's better than the others. It's a little bit, but it's still pretty bad. Uh, Ron Barassi was the inspiration for the name of the Melbourne mascot. To be fair, it's always difficult to decide whether the demon should beat the saint, but only one of these answers has the mascot correctly matched with its club. Great. Great. Cheers, (laughs) idiot. (laughs) Question seven. Uh, we said the Hawthorne Hornet against the Adelaide Rhino. The correct answer was the Hawthorne Hawk against the Adelaide Crow. That was the other uh. option we had. It, could have, yeah, yeah. obvious, it makes sense, to be fair. Hawthorne's mascot is Hudson Hawker Knights, named after two greats of the team, Peter Hudson and Peter Knights. Fair? Could have just called it Peter. Farewell. well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <if you laughs> If you take a good look at Hudson, you might just detect a resemblance to another Hawthorne great, Dermot Brereton. Who looked like a hawk. (laughs) Apparently, I don't know. (laughs) He had very hawkish features. He does not elaborate (laughs) after that. He had wings. (laughs) (laughs) That's why he's such a good player. Adelaide's mascot is Claude Curls Crow. He was named in tribute to Neil Curley whose name is strongly associated with southern Australian football what? <laughs> the, the curls bit is the bit that's named yeah. after it Claude Crow <laughs> just, Claude... just random.
1: like the name Claude yeah it
0: was a fun name <laughs> the outcome of the battle between these two birds might not seem obvious but several types of Australian hawks eat smaller birds as a major part of their diet so Claude goes down to Hudson fair enough question 8 we got right because it was the geelong one again another yep. cat <laughs> the eagle beat the cat uh, slamming tom cat may be a feisty feline but a wedge-tailed eagle is known to kill a lamb or feral cats so sam will be in trouble is sam feral up. though well, surely feral cats are better than
1: tomcats. He like specifies cats. feral cats. That's true. But
0: <laughs> I would think feral cats would be bigger, and like burly yeah. and nasty scrappers, whereas house cats are just going to get eaten by any bird, aren't they? <laughs> P- pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, so when he comes up against Rick the Rock Eagle, the West Coast official mascot was a logical extension of the live eagle, which enters the stadium featured at West Coast matches. Okay, that
1: makes sense. That is good that a genuine mascot
0: yeah like an actual <laughs> just a regular eagle that they have on co- on the uh, site i guess so i think we're gonna get all of these right now because they all sort of lead on to each other yes because this is the Fremantle's laid-back surfer got beaten by the port's power yeah did we get that right the laid-back surfer before yeah i think so uh, yeah that was against the Collingwood eagle. Uh so, yeah, we got that right. The port's power. The prediction only works, of course, if the surfer is fresh from the ocean and dripping wet. A and human... the power's plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> A human is smarter than an inanimate object. Power, portrayed in the form of lightning. Lightning kills humans all the time. I would also question that being inanimate. Lightning moves yeah. all the time.
1: <laughs> and it's not very often that humans... Beat up lightning. I've never seen a human beat up lightning.
0: <laughs> never in my life. You remember when Muhammad Ali was like, "Oh, I'm lightning. I'm so fast." That was because lightning's real good, <laughs> not because it's shit. <laughs> uh, so we expect that Donnie the Doc Knocker—that's <laughs> not what his name—is <laughs> Johnny the Doc Docker, not the Knock Knocker. <laughs> the Knock Knockers are way better name, though. <laughs> Uh We expect that he would know that he would know that he should show up for this duel soaking wet. So what did he say? He said that the surfer would short-circuit the port's power. I think he's got this completely wrong. Yeah. What an idiot. Yeah. His name, if not his persona, respects reflects the Fremantle's team name of the Dockers. What? Tommy the Thunder Power is an ambiguous character with a human body and a lightning bolt for a head. But he's clearly designed to reflect the team's nickname, the Port Power. Now, I assume there's a power station or something like a nuclear port there must be something there for it to be called that right question 10 we got it right again because it was the port's power will fry (laughs) the north kangaroo into a roast dinner see this time he's gone for lightning being better despite the kangaroo probably not being wet yeah probably the driest of all the animals (laughs) (laughs) they don't go in water at all The Port Adelaide Football Club traces its existence back to 1870 in the SANFL, the South Australian National Football League. How can it be South Australian and national? (laughs) That can't be a thing. Uh, In the SANFL, the club played as the Magpies, but when it joined the AFL, this name was already taken by Collingwood. So that's when they chose to be the Port Power. In its new guise, the Port Adelaide mascot incorporates a lightning bolt, and there seems little doubt that this would pose a serious danger to a kangaroo, but not for a human, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while the kangaroo, well, while the kangaroo has nothing with width to threaten the power, but the surfer, it's a surfboard. It got hasn't it? on board, doesn't it? <laughs> Take that power. <laughs> that, to be fair, if there's one sort of human that that would be like not interested in power, like in electric. A surfer, yeah, they just do... wouldn't care for it. Yeah, they just go out surfing a bit more, wouldn't yeah. they? If there's no power in the world, surf a bit more. They'd be like, they'd like it. Uh, the team, now known as the Kangaroos, was known as the North Melbourne Football Club for more than 125 years. What a lovely name that is! <laughs> uh, in the late 90s, financial incentives offered by the AFL tempted the club into paying playing a number of home
1: games at the interstate venues. Justice Kangaroos. No, they just became known
0: as the Kangaroos.
1: But what does that mean? They, they got paid off by Big Kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, the Kangaroo Lobby got off they novel. It says they
0: were, they were tempted into playing a number of home games at interstate venues and the club became simply known as the Kangaroos. But it doesn't explain the steps between that. that. Is it because they were hopping between stadiums? Is that what it was? They
1: got there on the backs of Kangaroos. Maybe, maybe. <laughs>
0: they just followed like the migration of kangaroos that's where we'll play this (laughs) week we'll play here their mascot Barry the Bruiser Cracker is a handsome boxing kangaroo and named in honour of Peter Crackers Keenan now Crackers is a great that's a great nickname but Barry the Bruiser Cracker (laughs) <laughs> is an interesting nickname
1: for your mascot your handsome kangaroo uh, mascot yeah yeah
0: <laughs> exactly like, yeah, fair enough so uh, we got six out of ten that's good i think that's very impressive <laughs> for how we've done uh the average score for this quiz was eight out of ten fuck well i assume it's done by people who know about australians it's obviously just done by australians isn't it why would anybody else do this quiz why yeah, why <laughs> why indeed <laughs> Hard queers, hard queers, hard queers, it's such a hard queers, hard queers. Hard queers, hard queers, hard queers, it's such a hard queers. It's time for world record of the week. Everyone's the best at mm-hmm. at least one thing, it's a world record of the week. And well done if you've managed to get this far, because that game, that game was not great. I'll be honest; <laughs> it's not what we thought it'd be. No, no. I should vet the fun trivia quizzes better than I do. Maybe fun
1: trivia should be vetting their quizzes. That's true. Better. That was not fun. Exactly. <laughs> all trivia. <laughs> they lied to me. So let's backtrack. Sure, you didn't back. go on fun trivia. Quizzes. Oh right uh,
0: what what like bad trivial. <laughs> What's yeah. the opposite of fun? <laughs> Another word that sounds like fun but doesn't mean fun. Yeah. Bum trivia. <laughs> bum, bum trivial. We should start their website. Bum, bum trivial. Bum
1: quizzes. trivial.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Take that <Bum> trivia. <laughs> That's their new name now. <laughs> Every time we do one of their quizzes, they're gonna be bum trivial. <laughs> so it's time for world record of the week. And if you remember this far ago, uh, I said I was going to try and bring you one to do every week. Or right. Every time we did it. Yes. Uh, and so this is not a world record, actually, but it is a competition for the best in the world. So it's kind of a world record.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sort I of. It's mean, yeah. judged,
0: yeah. but it's not a world record. So, yeah. Uh, this is uh, another Australian. This is Australian lady Kathleen Murray. And she has, she's not set a world record, but she has one. The competition for the world's ugliest lawn. Ooh! So, um, this is no offence to you. No, your lawn is actually really nice. It's only a little lawn, but your
1: lawn is very nice. Kirby is peeing on it a lot. Oh, she's helping patches.
0: Oh, well. So the reason why Kathleen Murray's lawn is so shit is because she gets dingoes all the time. There's all stop getting dingoes no I mean (laughs) she doesn't ask him to come round I keep collecting (laughs) dingoes and then they ruin my lawn (laughs) so there's dingoes and she has bandicoots I think right like various random things that come in and dig all of her lawn up Mm. Uh, and she was like, well, I can't do anything about this because they, they just keep coming in and ruining the place. Right. And she also keeps chickens, which apparently ruin your lawn as well. Okay, yeah. Uh, and she has something else. What did she have? I can't remember what she said. She has another thing, another Australian thing that I didn't know what it was. She also called chickens chooks, chooks. which I really like. <laughs> That's the Australian thing, in it? Uh, and very Australian. Like she, so this, this was a, an, not an Australian competition. It was started by Gotland in Sweden. Right. And they started it to promote water conservation in drought times. Yeah. they almost ran out of water in yeah. this town. Uh, have we
1: talked about it before? No, but th- I like the concept. The yeah. concept makes sense.
0: I have a feeling we've talked about something similar to that before, about conservation of some kind. Maybe it was the, like, the ugly bats. That was about oh, the conservation, yeah, possibly, wasn't it? That's i thinking <laughs> of. Um, but anyway, apparently it worked. They saved like 5% of their water that year from in Gotland. Because originally it was just in Gotland. Yeah. And now it's become worldwide because everyone's nice. like, this is such a cool idea. I wanna yeah. I wanna do it. Um so Murray was awarded with a pre owned t shirt. bearing the phrase proud owner of the world's ugliest lawn that's all she got is it the same t-shirt that's been passed around I don't know but I like that idea like a trophy (laughs) yeah and just oh maybe you can describe your name on it yeah that would be a really cool idea (laughs) send it on to the new one next year but I don't suppose like like her lawn's not going to get any better by the sounds of it
1: no so surely she's just going to win it again next year well but other people's lawns can get worse
0: that's true. Or people that didn't know about it could, yeah. can see and be like, well, my lawn's worse than that. Uh,
1: I don't even have a lawn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. It's was just a bit of concrete. <laughs> uh, she was very Australian about winning it as well because she said, uh, there's nothing I can really do about my lawn. And uh, there's nothing I could do about it anyway because my ex-husband took away the uh, lawnmower when he left six <laughs> years ago. <laughs> so now I've just won a competition for it. <laughs> so I thought that was very nice very nice way to look on the bright side of things yeah. which is a very Australian thing to do so well done her and I thought because you're selling your house you could fuck it up yeah lay <laughs> your lawn to <laughs> rag <rack> and ruin <laughs> really stick it to the, the buyers uh, so that's that's an option for you uh, yep yeah. <laughs> but you could also have a go at this one if you want to okay uh, this so you've run a marathon I have would you run a marathon with this fridge stripped to your back? Nope. Yeah. This guy's trying to. Daniel Fairbrother is a runner from Stevenage who was stopped by the police training for the marathon because he had a fridge on his back running around the streets because <laughs> he's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> like a full size fridge. I believe so. Yeah. I've not seen photos, Jeez. but I believe, like, it can't be a mini fridge. I would, like, would have said it was a mini fridge. Yeah. It? I guess it could be one of the, like, where it's just a fridge, not a fridge freezer. Yeah. It might, right. That might be what it is, I think. Yeah. Cuz I don't think you could run with a fridge freezer. They're very heavy. Yeah. Even yeah, a yeah. fridge is very heavy, but a fridge freezer. I wonder again I haven't seen any photos, but I wonder if he was like bent double, running, Yeah. Like squat jogs in four lines. <laughs> 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 like I can't imagine cuz you wouldn't run upright, would you, with no. a fridge on your back? It's too, too heavy. Too
1: tall as well. Like you'd If put... it's a fridge freezer, it'd be too tall. Yeah. But if a fridge is only like Yeah. Like sort of couple of uh, foot half high. size yeah
0: so you could feasibly run like height wise with it but I just think the weight would just pull you back yeah and overbalance you so I think you'd have to run at least bent forward mm. and that's not going to be very comfortable
1: you wouldn't be sure cold drinks though
0: true oh and that would make it lighter as you went round as yeah. well <laughs> uh, do you want to guess what the current world record is there is a world record for a marathon run with a fridge on your back do you want to <laughs> guess what the world record is for it um
1: I'll be really disappointed if it's faster than mine. I think it might be. It probably is. Yeah. So what, like less than four hours?
0: It's less than four hours. Wow. Yeah.
1: Like three and a half.
0: The correct answer is two hours, four minutes. Two hours, two four, hours four minutes. That's like professional grade running, isn't it? That's two ridiculous. hours. That's ridiculous, yeah. But four, I, four hours is a good time for a marathon, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, how, how fast did you do it? Under four.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so
0: just under four, right? <laughs> but that that's a good time. Like four hours is like what amateur runners yeah. aim for. Yeah, So to do it in two. And what was Kip record? Like, yeah, the world...
1: The not... record's only like two hours two or two hours one or Is something. It? Is it that close? Wasn't... Weren't they trying to go for... Sub two hours? Sub two hours. I don't know. With all the...
0: Was that the one that they did in you uh, Genie... No, where did I go? Vienna. Vienna, that's With it, all yeah. the I gizmos the and gadgets in yeah. the
1: car. That was meant to get a sub two hour marathon, was it? wasn't it?
0: I don't know. If that's true, that's insane. I don't it's know the answer to it, yeah. but... Uh, it's
1: definitely not one hour. No. Sure. Yeah. So I'm sure they're going for a sub two hour.
0: Let's look it up. Yeah, I think we Kip- have to. Shige. Let's just look up Kip-shige. Uh, Elliot Kipchoge. One hour 59 challenge. The Ineos one hour 59 challenge. I need I now need to check whether that that record for the fridge thing is right because that seems
1: insane if it's close <laughs> to the world record. Rather than two hours, four minutes, are you sure it wasn't twenty four hours? <laughs> <laughs> and four days. <laughs> that would make more sense. Uh
0: let me let me quickly look that up to make sure that I'm not t- telling porkies.
1: Because if that is true If who... that's true, I'm running everywhere, with the fridge on my back. Because h- apparently it makes you much faster. Yeah, and how does this guy <laughs> think he's going to beat it if it's oh close he's trying act- to beat it? Yeah,
0: yeah, he's trying to break the world record. Yeah, of
1: course, of course, that's what we're talking about. That's why yeah, we're talking yeah. about it. <laughs> I'm
0: I'm gonna, I'm opening up the article now. If it's true, uh, the current record set by Britain Ham- Sam Hammond in February 2023. Oh. So the record is for carrying a household appliance, brackets, white goods. So it doesn't have to be a fridge. It could be what's lighter than a fridge. A washing machine is really heavy.
1: Washing machine is incredibly heavy.
0: Oven. You can maybe get a light oven.
1: Is that a white good? I don't
0: know. It, like in a house, if you say, if it says it comes with white goods, I think you expect an oven, don't you? Yeah. But then even if it says it doesn't come with white goods, do you still get an oven? No you just get a space where another one would go, right? I don't know. I should know. But it's I don't. It's a long time since you rented, does not it? Doesn't it? Uh, even so. Even so. I can't think of anything much lighter. can't think of anything lighter. much lighter. No. I mean, you, you maybe could get a light fridge, possibly. Yeah. I don't know whether they like... Is a fridge really light when you empty it out of everything? If you empty all the gas and stuff as well? Is uh, that what gives it its weight?
1: I've shifted a fridge freezer. and It took two of us.
0: Yeah, fridge freezers are really heavy, but maybe a fridge is less because it's only got one. Uh, yeah, fr- I, have, in. I have
1: carried like a like the old fridge in our house. Yeah, like, that yeah. was a half size. Yeah, that was slightly just... bigger than a half size, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah,
0: because yeah. it had like a freezer compartment at the top, didn't it? Did
1: it? Did it have a small freezer? It had a okay, tiny freezer. Yeah, it was tiny, tiny. So freezer.
0: bigger than just a free-standing fridge. Yeah, and you carried that on your own. I didn't could you? carry that on my own, but. Yeah. But you wouldn't want to be running a marathon no. on it. Two hours, four minutes, and thirteen seconds is the current record. That is incredible. What? Are, yeah. What is the marathon world record?
1: It's like two hours. It's got to be two, two hours something, or two right? Two hours one.
0: I can't believe that. I can't believe also that I've never heard of this bloke because <laughs> surely he's a professional athlete.
1: Surely he's the best professional athlete. But yeah,
0: you think he must be? The fastest how? Ha- the fastest half marathon. Oh, oh is a half marathon uh, Okay That makes cool, more cool, sense cool. <laughs> <laughs> But it says that Daniel Fairbrother was training for a marathon I think that current record thing is where they've just got it wrong. Right. I think they've just looked up the half marathon one by accident in this. And I almost passed that off as real news. (laughs) Lucky I'm a good journalist, isn't (laughs) it? (laughs) So let's see. uh, Fastest marathon with white goods. Yeah, here we go. Uh Corporal Sam Hammond finished the 2023 London Marathon carrying the heavy appliance on his back with an impressive time of four hours fifty-two minutes and well, ten seconds. That makes me feel much better. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, now <laughs> I don't think this
1: guy is a superhuman. <laughs> okay, so enhanced this... games. Yeah, yeah. He's there. Genuinely. He's there. Every event he's doing with a fridge on his <laughs> Just back. The fridge—that's his enhancement, is it? <laughs> <Just> the fridge. <laughs> I've seen
0: your ideas about drugs, and I reject them. I just like my fridge. I do. I've enhanced myself with a fridge, (laughs) but it's surgically surgically attached. (laughs) Right. Okay. Well. So after all that, do you think you could break that world record at four hours fifty-two with a fridge on your back? Do you think you could even run a? Do you think you could run a half marathon with a fridge on your back? I don't think I could. No, oh, no I, I don't think I could run a half marathon generally. But with a fridge on my back, I don't think I could run a five k with a fridge on my back. No, I think that would be insane. I've never tried I don't it. Think so. Like, I wonder how it's attached. Like, do you think it's just backpack shoulder straps? Yeah, or probably with like a, a yeah. chest strap yeah. as well. And then, do you think that your body just takes the weight of it? It would be heavy but like marines and stuff i mean, the guy that corporal that uh, the guy who had the record is a corporal from the marines yeah so they they practiced like running with yeah. really heavy backpacks on don't they do you think it's just the same as running with a heavy back? it's
1: very unwieldy though yeah it, maybe it depends on the course you don't want to go around a lot of corners that's true just one long straight yeah <laughs> <laughs> Unless you just run twenty six miles in one <laughs> direction
0: and hope. Yeah, that's a good point. You wouldn't want to be swerving. Yeah. you also wouldn't really want to be around a lot of other people no. up <laughs> I'm saying what? <laughs> <laughs> just a trail of <laughs> <laughs> smashed up other runners Uh well, how far do you think
1: you could run with a fridge? End of my road. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Check <laughs> the fridge on the floor, and, that, and that's just because I missed the bin man. I wasn't going to get rid of it.
0: <laughs> Mister Councilman, please. Uh, yeah, so that's a stupid world record. <laughs> but uh, he said, so he got stopped by the police running around, and he said, "I more than understand it, and I expect to be stopped again."
1: But that's nice, right? At okay. least, like,
0: I was thinking, like, who's you... stealing fridges? Well. Who's sealing fridges and running around with them on their back? Yeah. <laughs> More in- important question. <laughs> I could understand people nicking fridges from a shop or something like, smash yeah. it into a shop, put them in the back of a van, don't run with it. <laughs> <laughs> Although, this is a great way to get away with it because he obviously could yeah. not let go. Yeah,
1: that's true. <laughs> <It's> oh, like, <laughs> I'm training for a
0: mountain. Training for a mountain with his <laughs> balaclava and like a swag bag over his shoulder.
1: Okay, as you were. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Four hours, 54, I hit. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, so that's not world record of the week though world record of the week is set by a guy called Peter von Tangenbuskov good name very good name Uh, he's from Denmark which I wouldn't expect I didn't think they had von somethings in Denmark did not feel like a Danish name but he is Denmark. is uh, well. He's at least from Denmark. I don't know if he is Danish, but uh, so he is a 39-year-old man from Denmark who broke the world record for the most number of matchsticks stuck up his nose. So, from, <laughs> on purpose, from or... the sublime to the ridiculous. <laughs> uh, not sure if it's on Just purpose. Just fell on a box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, may well, may as well submit this. How many is that? <laughs> uh, so, do you want to guess how many matchsticks he stuck up his nose? I don't know how he managed to get them to stay there. Because I can imagine just, in the whole just time. constantly <laughs> breathing in. I can imagine once you've got a load up there, they kind of all hold each other yeah. in. But the
1: first one... Maybe just... you don't do it one at a time. Maybe you stick like 15. Yeah. And then after that, you go in one at a time.
0: That's a good point. I don't know if there was a time limit or whether you can just put... Some... I imagine oh. there's a time limit for how long they have to stay in. Yeah. But I don't know if there was a time limit for how you don't quick...
1: want to be rushing people doing no,
0: that. No, I think that's right, yeah. You don't want to be yeah, you don't want you don't want to lose them, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I put thirty eight in. Yeah. <laughs> Got Only four out. have come out. <laughs> <laughs> My head's just full of matches. <laughs> don't don't you dare light a match around me. <laughs> um uh, Which end do you think you stick in as well? The lighty end or the the non-lighty I end I feel like you shouldn't be putting that sort of chemical up your nose it's only like it's only like sandpaper isn't it on the end of a match it's just rough material it's not, there's no chemicals on it is there
1: there's There's something to make it catch light I thought it
0: was just friction that made it catch light
1: I think I think it's a bit more than just sandpaper yeah uh, Okay. I don't know but it is a rounder end anyway
0: and it would be it's definitely rougher so that would help it stay in.
1: Yeah. But it's slightly fatter. True.
0: So less space. Mm. That's a good point, yeah. I wonder whether the, whether he alternated. Because if you put all of them, like all the match heads next to each other, only takes one slip, doesn't it? <laughs> for yeah. it all to set on yeah. fire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, how many? Some people have big snozes. They do. I don't know. Forty-two. The correct answer is 68. That's too many. It is too many. Uh, that's about three too many. <laughs> you, you <reckon laughs> no, that's... 65 is all right. Is it? <laughs> 68 is wow. <way> <laughs> uh,
0: he said uh, that he was very happy with the world record. He doesn't think he's going to have another go at it because he said, for me, an increase in capacity would require some training or perhaps my nose will grow as it gets older. How old so, is he? Uh, he is 39. Probably not growing. Probably not going to grow any more than that. <laughs> I guess, like, they do say the ears keep growing, don't they, throughout your life? Like, ears never stop growing. That's why old people have, like, big dangly ears. Okay. So, I don't know if noses are like that. I don't think they are, though, are they? I don't think so. No. I don't know. Because I think the reason the ears do is because it's all skin. Right. Really. And, like, it's the lobe, isn't it, that keeps growing. <laughs> yeah. just the skin bit. Whereas your nose is all cartilage and stuff, yeah, I don't think cartilage grows. Well, it must grow at some point, on not it?
1: I don't feel like sticking stuff up there is encouraging it
0: to grow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he means by training. What? How is he going to train his nose to be bigger? Just,
1: or just technique.
0: Can, you could maybe flare your nostrils a bit. Oh yeah, maybe, every maybe. day. Do you reckon? Do you reckon if you flared your nostrils a lot, your nostrils would then train themselves so that they would flare more? Maybe. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's muscles, isn't it? What about if you breathe really hard all the time? Do you think that would train your nose to get bigger? <laughs> oh, that's, really, that's hard. That was hard work. <laughs> I was a light head doing that. <laughs> and talking about people who are a bit stupid, it's time for <laughs> David Watts. And it's going to be a very short David Watch this week. Despite the fact that we've been off for nearly six weeks, nothing. Whoa. Not heard a thing, not a peep out of him. There's Do nothing... you think it'll be a massive one? Could be. Just one massive record that he's been working on. Yeah. To. So he's still...
1: Juggling jugglers. That's a good idea. <laughs> like, inception of jugglers. Yeah. How many jugglers can a juggler juggle?
0: <laughs> uh, he, like I went on to his website. I went onto to his YouTube page. You visited him at, visited him at his house. Yeah, I, gave, I rang him up. <laughs> nothing. Not a word. Which makes me worried about him. Because this is the yeah. first time since we started watching him that we've heard nothing at all. Oh, wow, yeah. And he still has the sort of claim on his videos in his most recent videos that he breaks a record every week. Ooh. So, I don't know. He's either lying or, I don't Ooh. know, or something's happened. <laughs> Might have happened. I don't know. We'll try it. I'll, I'll use my sources. I'll get in touch with Hannon and see you. I, I imagine Hannon's completely cut ties with yeah. him by now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a bit worried about him to be honest. Oof. Yeah. So this might be the last David Watch we ever do. <laughs> <laughs> Team
1: of the week. Team of the week this week. Yeah. Is a bit it's gonna take some talking through.
0: It takes a, yeah, it takes a bit of explaining, doesn't it, this one? Uh
1: uh Australian, of course. Yeah. Um in keeping with the theme. Uh equestrian rider. Mm-hmm uh Shane Ross yeah was suspended after riding in a fancy dress event yeah in a mankini yeah which i
0: think is unfair i also think it was unfair and he was he has very quickly been reinstated like they've they've quickly sort of gone yeah it's fine yes and-
1: but he there was that period where it was under investigation yeah where he, he couldn't he ride. Couldn't compete, yeah. yeah.
0: Which is yeah, it's I, I thought it was a bit strange in a after a fancy dress event. Like if he'd done that in a regular event, I can see I could see them sort of banning him. That's yeah. fine. Yes, but, yeah, at the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> but in a fancy dress event, like he had two other
1: costumes, didn't he? I think it was it Duffman. So Duff he also had a gorilla costume yeah and a Duffman costume.
0: Pretty out there costumes. So, and this, the, I read about the, the reason why he chose the mankini. I assumed it was Borat, which would be a strange choice at this stage. Like, Borat's very, very old at this yes, stage. Yes, yeah. But it wasn't. Apparently, it was uh, the team physio, I think. The, like, Team uh, Australia, yeah. Team Physio. Uh, has, there's a photo of him in a mankini. And he asked, he asked him specifically, can I go dressed as you? For this yes, event, right, and they were all cracking up about it. so it was so <laughs> hilarious. And he did it. And he did Fair it. They played to him.
1: Yeah, and he got banned. <laughs> and got banned for it. Yeah, for a short period. For a very short period. Yeah. Um, but the actual team of the week. Yep. It it could have been him for just wearing a mankini. Yeah. But yeah, it was. It that's was... only for his and his teammates' benefit, really.
0: Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't. It wouldn't have made news this at all just wearing he, a mancini. yeah if he had, had he not, not been, been suspended yeah uh
1: so the real team of the week is wallaby hill yeah who are a sponsor of this fancy dress equestrian event Yep, and have since this pledged to give a mankini to all spectators yeah. at next year's edition i'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing
0: me either it's not very like Mankinis are not attractive in (laughs) any way.
1: They are intentionally unattractive, I think. Uh, But but also donate $100 Australian dollars to support men's health for every spectator who wears it.
0: Yeah. I think that's a really awesome. uh, And again, very Australian way to deal with this. Yeah. Like the sponsors have just gone, fuck you, (laughs) Crestian Australia. Yes. We're going to make everyone wear mankinis now, you dickheads.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it would have been really good. Had he still been banned, yeah, that's true uh, i I, don't, I gri- don't
0: know when they pledged this, whether it was before he was reinstated mm. or not. I don't know when that pledge came in I they might have done it in solidarity with
1: I'm going to assume it was before he was reinstated, yeah. and it's a big odd yeah f u Yes yeah, and, it's and it's a very piece. good one I yeah. really
0: agree I think like <laughs> we've talked we talked earlier about the dangers of capitalism and money getting involved. This is a good way for a sponsor of an event to get involved in things like yeah. they are they're sticking up for the competitors and f- putting their money where their mouth is in a funny way in yeah. a way that it, it generates something good from the event like it's extra fun for the yeah. event now and it might actually become, like, it might become the mankini event now. Like, everyone, <laughs> yeah, like, like, every yeah. year everyone wears yeah. mankinis to it. Again, not sure if that's a good thing. And but... they'll call it the enhanced equestrian <laughs> Games. <laughs> I'm not sure if you want to have that <laughs> when everyone's wearing mankinis. I don't think that's what you want. <laughs> what are you enhancing? <laughs> <laughs> Team of the Week. Funny story this week. Is so Gaby Jesus gaby jesus i love gaby jesus gaby jesus <laughs> yeah do you like gaby jesus <laughs> Little baby jesus yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it that's funny story uh no it's about <laughs> gaby jesus uh losing his steam account or at least his counter-strike account yeah so apparently a massive gamer loves his computer games Gaby yep. Jesus streams them on twitch and everything didn't know any of this about. invest
1: a lot of money a in, lot of
0: money in it in his uh, skins and that yeah apparently so Counter-Strike Counter-Strike's like one of the oldest games it on is, the internet. yeah it's yeah. a very very old game low-key game and he has spent £30,000 buying skins and like weapon mods and all kind of random shit yeah. in this game £30,000. That's too much. It's way too much. That's, that's so much money. Yeah. Like, I would be disappointed if he if it said he'd paid £500 pounds into a game. <laughs> that's too much to put into a game.
1: Thirty grand. He paid £600 pounds for a single gun it's, or skin yeah. for a single gun or stickers.
0: How are they allowed to sell stuff for that amount of money is yeah. the question I would ask. There is... Uh, interesting, there's a lawsuit going on at the moment. Uh it's probably not gonna win but it's sort of setting some precedent in america uh where a woman has is suing all these like big developers mm. for uh like effectively ruining her son is that's what the lawsuit says they made her son fat they made her son addicted to computer games made him like financially destitute made the, co- the family financially wow. destitute because of all these like predatory yeah. practices
1: get on it gabby yeah, <laughs> get in on that lawsuit game.
0: <laughs> but he's not bothered about that. He's fine about the fact that he spent £30,000. I want to spend more. Yeah, he, he genuinely <laughs> Let me does. me back on. He is so keen to get back into the game. He was pleading on Twitter for Steam to give him back his account. Please, please, please. So please. He,
1: he was banned because. Uh, for
0: alleged cheating. Yeah, so uh, the. Uh, it's called like a, a VAC, a Valve Anti Cheating Ban. And I think they're automated, like. Uh, if you, i don't know how you cheat in counter-strike like you can get like rom hacks and
1: yeah like uh auto auto targeters and, yeah And, stuff. and like,
0: there's ones where you can see through walls i think yeah as well. but i don't know if
1: he was using any of that it's your own fault gaby isn't it <laughs> shouldn't have been using the cheaty stuff and but to be fair to him if he spent 30 grand on it yeah he's probably going to be quite good exactly So So he might not have been cheating. Exactly. So do people
0: get false false flagged? I think Counter Strike is a massive competitive game. Yeah. So they must have, you'd think that their cheating algorithm must be really finely honed. Otherwise the pros would be constantly getting cheating bans. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know if I have any sympathy with him because if he was cheating, then cheaters get what they deserve, don't they Gary?
1: He well, can go on the enhanced games. <laughs> <laughs> the enhanced Counter Strike. <laughs> enhanced e games. Yeah, I like that. That's good. That's, that's all tied
0: back together. <laughs> I like it. And he could go to Australia to do it. That's all in the theme of the episode. <laughs> Have a great week. I love cats. Sweet Virginia Wade.
1: Maybe they're on drugs, so the cheese might get taken away from you. See you, suckers.